0: Can we change the way we produce food to both meet the needs of humans whilst regenerating our soils and ecosystems? And can we do so in a way that improves the financial viability of farms? These questions are becoming increasingly urgent to answer and we're here to investigate a promising technique called agroforestry in order to find out how it can help us with these challenges. We'll be interviewing farmers, scientists, and other experts to share with you their experiences, practical advice, and scientific research. Hello, and welcome to the Regenerative Agroforestry Podcast. I'm your host, Dimitri, and today we interviewed Federico San Bonifacio from Northern Italy. Fede has a 30 hectare farm in the north of Italy that he inherited from his family and inspired by the very barren monocrop fields around him you know he started thinking about planting trees and and started thinking about an alternative land, land use for his farm so he now is certified organic has planted hedges all over his fields and has also been implementing 5 hectares of polycyclic forestry in collaboration with a research institute that does that studies just this so and maybe it's not familiar with many people, and we'll hear more about it in, in, in the interview. But it's, again, very interesting to see how a farmer, a small-scale farmer, is using forestry, um, farm forestry and using trees, hedges, to be able to meet their agroecological agri- objectives. So for us, it was a fascinating interview, and I
1: hope you enjoy it as well.
0: Hi, Fede, and welcome on the podcast.
1: Hello, hello. Ciao, Dimitri
0: nice so you know before before we started i was looking at pictures um from your farm when we visited and i actually show these pictures to quite a lot of people and they never believe how quickly your trees are growing
1: yeah that's true then
0: they, they always tell me that's not true it's not possible it's not possible to have a poplar this big in 10 years <laughs>
1: <laughs> me too i'm still uh wondered uh, by by the, the... The, the speed of the tree they grow really fast in this area mm.
0: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna share some of these pictures when we when we when we talk about our, our episode together on our social media because I think people need to see these these huge poplar trees and after they've listened to the interview they'll know the story behind so <laughs> I've got a nice picture with my hand on one of the poplar trees and it just looks massive uh-huh. yeah, but you know I, i'm I'm curious um because we didn't get to. As I said earlier, we didn't get to talk about this when I came to visit um, so much because it, mm-hmm. uh, it was it uh, was there were many people and etc. And I, I'd, I'd love to know a bit more about your story.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Um, I started farming uh, in a, in a family farm. So actually, I was really lucky because uh, I had the chance to start uh, managing a farm and managing my farm, my family farm. Um, we have uh, three brothers and. Uh, the the farm is uh, from my father and uh, i have a background in biology i at the beginning i didn't it was always in my mind but i never really focused on doing my university studies i studied biology Uh, and then gradually i it came into my mind that that was my 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 work my yeah my deal to to take care about this land that was originally during, uh, when I was young, was uh, run as a conventional farm. Um, it's about uh, 30 hectares in the middle of the the plain in the south of Verona, in Italy. Um, and so that's how it started. So with the, with the intention of taking care about the land, uh, I, I had the the chance to 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 manage. And uh, within my during my studies, I gradually uh, discovered um, the, all the application of uh, different disciplines uh, around ecology, and of course, uh, agroecology and uh, and the plantation of tree. When one of the first um, element uh, and steps to to start, because you have to think uh, my my land when I took it, it was uh, completely deforested, of course, because it was. Uh, conventional farming uh, every every piece of land was over exploited and um, and of course using chemical and so on um, and so i had uh, i had uh, and and moreover it's a plain land so i had the uh, mm. you can have to imagine i had a blank sheet where i, I should draw where where i had to draw the the, the, the design of the of the farm. I had uh, just a couple of roads within, in the middle of the, of the land. Um, and so I started um, and, and that's, I think <laughs> one of the best choice so far of the farm is the plantation of trees. And we decided to, to do it on the edge, edge of the, um, and on the, on the marginal area of the farm that are, actually the farm is uh, developed on the, on a, on 800 meters, almost, Length and uh, and it's less wider. So and uh, north side, uh, north south uh, direction. This uh, 800 meters.
0: So it's it's a strip, you mean? Yeah, it's a big meters. strip. Yeah, okay.
1: north south. Uh, and I decided mm-hmm. to use um, the the north side and the south side for making the the forest um um yeah a polycyclic um, forest replantation uh, both in both sides north and south, and we decided to join this forest with some double age lines of age edge, edge of, uh, edges, of mm-hmm. edges of the trees and so we okay. we have now about uh, twelve lines of uh, edges of trees and connecting these two two forests of uh, about five hectares. Okay. Uh, yeah. So in
0: total, you said it's 30 hectares,
1: huh? In total, the farm is 30 hectares, you see. Uh, yeah, and it's about uh, five hectares of um, polycyclic forestry plantation, five hectares of mm-hmm. edges, and um, I have uh, 15 hectares of um, uh, arable land, say, uh, of, uh, cropping land. Uh, and then, um, yeah, the rest is, uh, grass. Uh, we have some, uh, we have, uh, we have, uh, we've done two years ago, a nice lake, uh, for um, environmental purpose, uh, to mm-hmm. recreate a generate re- regeneration spot for uh, birds mainly and aquatic uh, animals. Um, See, this is the nice, confirmation nice. of the farm. Yeah, and uh, actually this, um, this first step happened in 2012. Uh, so, 10 years ago.
0: Okay, nice. So that was 10 years ago that you took over the management of the farm, let's say, that you started being responsible for that.
1: Yeah, a few years before, mm-hmm. uh, formally, but then uh, practically about, when I always say, when we started planting the trees, that's how you when I start getting involved uh, practically in the farming <laughs> activity yeah and so I'm curious what
0: I mean what made you like what were the influences that got you to plant trees straight away where did you get yeah. these ideas from where did it come from
1: Now first of all uh, you, you know all, all way often I have to say often, um yeah solutions uh, comes uh, out of from problems you know so <laughs> we had the problem that we had a, a countryside a landscape uh, totally apart from some very old um, poplar trees on on this main road we had apart from that the the, the landscape was really, really not 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 a friendly environment it was super sunny in wind, in in summer, super cold and windy, in, in winter, and and no no shade. Uh, so the first. Uh, so this is the one of the first uh, reason. The landscape really um, uh, is one of the first motivation. Of course, it's not one of the first motivation. Just the landscape. I knew also studying biology and ecology that. Uh, the the importance of the of the of the trees on of the insect colonizing trees and and the soil and underneath and so of course i didn't i I didn't study agriculture but um, yeah just with some ecological background i knew that that was uh, one of the main uh, most important steps to start cultivating in an organic way also I had to recreate the, uh, a good environment where to start cultivating also good food. So and in, a, in a place where there were no, no good environment, uh, that's the, the best choice you, 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 can, you can do. No, I, I, was, also, I was also influenced by yeah, books about uh, agroecology, permaculture, regeneration of uh, soil, and so also I had these uh, influences.
0: Oh, that's, that's amazing. And so, I mean, from the farm visit, I know that there's a lot of, you do a lot of different products and you, I think See. we even ate the pasta that comes from your own grains. So, could, maybe you could tell us a bit about you know, the, the wider context beyond the trees. You yeah. know, what do you produce on, your, on the farm? What are your main products?
1: As I told you, the farm has uh, 15 hectares of arable cultivated land. So the second step I always say was to look for the right seeds. So after planting the trees, I had to wait until they grow. And so to, I had I had time to focus on uh, um, techniques of uh, farming. So with the appropriate uh, like machinery and so on, because it's still uh, a lot of land and you cannot uh, think about uh, doing a synergic uh, agriculture or not, uh, uh, so I had to 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 focus on that on the machine on the mechanization of farming and and uh, as I told you the seeds so I got in touch with um, a really cool association in Italy called rete dei semi rurali um, mm. that is uh, an association of associations in Italy national Association. Doing some uh, also lobbying at, Europe, lobbying at European level, promoting um, uh, um, promoting the, the 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 rights of farmers of small farmers especially, and uh, the rights of uh, reproducing seeds and and so on. So through this association, I got in touch with many many super interesting uh, farmer in Italy. Uh, the association is spread from north to south of Italy. So. Really, I'm, I had the occasion to meet a lot of people, and, uh, and through that, to that meetings, uh, I I got some seeds of ancient wheat, uh, soft wheat. Uh, I started cultivating. Uh, it's about seven years, and now we are reproducing it um, from seven years. Mm. And uh, so, our main production I have to, I should say is the um, uh, flower of uh, soft wheat two different kind a mix of uh, soft wheat in um, and uh, and a selected uh, wheat for uh, making a more like a, uh, white uh, let's say more like a, like type 1 we say type 1 flour flavor yeah. and um, and then we have a very nice uh, variety of corn we make a nice uh, polenta uh, I guess in english is the same uh, name polenta uh, flour of of corn we used to boil into water it's very popular here in veneto region um, yeah, yeah. and this is the main uh, product then together with my girlfriend we started also some vegetable garden in a, in a, around the, the houses of the farm and so we do produce some vegetables we have um, we do we do 3000 meters of um, uh, tomatoes for making uh, a sauce, uh, sauce tomato sauce uh-huh. she Julia she is a beekeeper so we do produce so, some honey and uh, yeah and then some vegetable for 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 mainly vegetable fruits also for private uh, and um, private use at Okay. in our in our mind there's there some project also on, on on the vegetable garden, especially because now we are doing the pruning of the edges we are collecting so much chip and wood uh-huh. and we really would like to start a, a proper vegetable garden for for selling through this old yeah
0: that's definitely something we're going to talk about. Yeah, about the, the hedge uh, wood chips and etc. Um because that's that's fascinating. Um understanding that process. But before that, I'm curious, how do you do you sell all of your products directly to customers or do you is it more like wholesale stuff that goes into no, properties? No, 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 no. You... I have to
1: say the percentage of the product I have to say I, I sell directly. Uh it's about twenty uh, percent. Our goal is okay. to reach the hundred percent. But um, there's a big needs of investment in terms of uh, stockage uh, of, of, uh, yeah, of uh, stockage. uh, Where to put storage, storage, where to put the seeds, how to treat, to clean. So it's already a big deal with just two varieties of wheat and uh, some corn. Mm. And then we do also, of course, we do also some... um, other, other crops we sell directly, like the, like beans, dry beans, or um, uh, other, um, uh, see, like uh, oat. See, uh, yeah, And um, that's also mainly.
0: Wait, so where do the other 80% go of the products that you, you produce? The rest
1: of the product uh, goes directly to the, um, the, the big uh, market. There's a lot of requests okay. um, of uh, of organic seeds, uh, especially we have a company next to us producing uh, milk from uh, yeah from oat and uh, yeah and so we do produce a lot of that uh, soy also for them. Uh, it's a really nice uh, market. I, I I like I like also the, the, the vegetable milk <laughs> like so. I yeah, 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 that.
0: for sure. But it's, so it's, why, why would you just out of curiosity, looking a bit at your, your kind of, your marketing strategy, why would you want to go with a hundred percent directly sold? If, why? If you're, you're quite happy. Yeah. I'm just curious because you've got two. the two models there. You've got, you're selling some directly and you're also selling to local, um, I mean, two. wholesale to local um, transformation uh, businesses, etc So, you know, why are you trying to go more towards, towards the, the direct selling?
1: Yeah. In fact, maybe I said it wrong, maybe I, our, I mean, originally my idea was to reach 100% of direct selling, but it, it's very big, mm-hmm. the farm, and uh, yeah. it's not necessary. I mean, uh, I'm, I, I, I pointed it because it was like a, a, an economic goal, maybe, because uh, through direct selling, you may, may gain a little bit more. But uh, actually, you're right. Uh, I don't really need to, to reach that. I had uh, in mind also a project for baking bread. And uh, I think that with, uh, with, uh, with a good production of bread, I might use a lot of land, let's say, for direct selling mm-hmm. uh, the product. So I guess it won't be that difficult if I start also baking uh, to reach... Uh, 50 eighty percent to to yeah to change to to change the the percentage you know to switch switch the percentage yeah. from 80% direct selling and 20 uh, maybe for leguminos or other product uh, but still there is a lot yeah, of yeah. Um, nice product and uh, nice companies you can collaborate with. For example, I have a friend doing fermentation of um, soy with the cereals and doing miso. So why not um, collaborating and producing all the food from, yeah, the, and sell it directly or health or yeah, with low less passages and
0: so Yeah, because I, I, from from our experience as well at Mazi Farm, we, you know, there's a high cost to direct selling often. Um, the the cost of distributing of uh, at the selling, beginning especially yeah, to yeah, yeah, that's find the customers the labeling and so yeah 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 exactly so sometimes the and I, I, of course it's dependent on each context you know each farm will be different but um, uh, sometimes it it seems like it would be a relief to just be able to to provide it to somebody that you know takes big bags of it and no or, or, yeah, and, yeah 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 I, I don't, but then again the price maybe doesn't just doesn't make it make the cut you know and and it's um so it's it's an interesting case to to look at because you have you know you have a farm that's big but it's also not not huge and so the quantities exactly. you could potentially manage with with high effort to direct sell you know mm-hmm. 30 hectares of products but
1: see si, si, si. yeah 15 yeah. hectares 15 exactly because but still yeah as you said mm-hmm. uh, there is also a lot of work uh on uh, on the Yeah, on the farm in general, then we have, um, from this year, I guess we're going to open uh, agritouristic activity. So I -hmm. guess uh, there would be also a lot to do with gardening, uh, hosting and uh, welcoming the guests. Uh, So you're probably right. I mean, we won't reach the 100% uh, with that. Apart, uh, uh, yeah, one of the chances we have um, is uh, because uh, uh, I'm so happy about the um, the forest we did that, that we might plant some more, so when we reach mm. like ten five hectares of cultivated land uh, with uh, with crops so then I've I, I, I reached my goal initial goal <laughs> and... it's interesting,
0: yeah also adapting little by little your land use to, to kind of si. your your strategy see si. as, si. as, as things evolve and uh, again, I really want to talk about, about this. Why you're so happy with the forestry? That's something we're going to get into afterwards. I've got it on my notes here. Uh-huh. But um, maybe we can start by talking a bit more uh, about the hedges. Um, yes. And I'd like to know a bit more about what were your 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 key or your specific objectives for planting hedges uh, around your your land. And if I understand correctly, just to give a bit uh, paint a better picture to our our listeners, because I was there on the farm you've got your hedges and in between you've got big, uh, parcels, right? You've got big, uh, land yeah. strips yes. with where you cultivate the, the, yeah. um, where you cultivate the, the grains, right? So they're yes. really, it's like, a it's like a matrix of, of, uh, of hedges in, inside which, yes. um, you've got your crops.
1: Exactly. That's, uh, the correct description of the, it's not, um, like, um, because in, in a common sense, and I, I, When I when I heard about uh, talking about agroforestry, I imagine lines of trees uh, uh, separating uh, separated by 20, 30 meters of uh, of cultivated land. In this case, uh, we have uh, fields uh, of 50 meters, around 50, 20, 30 meters uh, uh, and 500 meters long.
0: Yeah, okay, nice. And so, what, what were your key objectives then? What was your see
1: for the edges, for the edges? Uh, um, as I told you, we were surrounded by industrial farming, and so our uh, the first uh, first objective of the of the edges was to create um, protection on the on the edge, on the edge of the farm. So apart from the the forest itself, that is already a protection and um, we we designed some um, some edge uh, edges I don't know how you say like border edges edges border edges okay, um, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah the border edges uh, made by um, mainly uh, the main trees there are mulberry and uh, and lime tree telia every mm-hmm. eight meters we planted uh, a lime tree and then uh, a mulberry and between them uh, i've planted uh, six varieties of willow willow trees very nice and mm-hmm. now we, uh, we are also collaborating with uh, with a friend uh, making basket with these willows it's really nice but only in mm-hmm. a part of that because it's too many too many trees to handle think, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> yeah just a part of that this is one of the main um, objective of the edges then, um, then we in the in the in the edges uh, within the farm, in the middle of the fields between the fields, uh, um, we 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 called that edges uh, small fruit edges. and uh, the, the the goal was to provide the fruits and nutrients to birds, bees, and and so on, to all the animals that might live in the farm. And so, mm, mm. in in, the, in these edges, we we planted many prunes, different variety of, of prunes, and um, and then um, it uh, uh, the nuts uh, the the hazelnuts, uh, and then uh, other varieties of like sambucus uh, or other um, uh, fruits uh, corniolo cornius cornius, see. Cornelius cherry. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cornus mass in Latin. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so all these Prunus, Cerasus, Avium, Maleb, uh, and all the varieties of Prunus. And then um, and these are considered uh, the, the low trees. While has has uh, proper trees, we planted many Quercus. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah and then some other varieties of. Um, po- um, yeah, poplar and some uh, tilia also there for the bees and uh, ulmus. So we, we decided to create some some diversification within this uh, within these uh, inner edges. So I'm
0: I'm curious why you you decided within the inner edge or why you decided to go with a simpler design and a simpler setup on the outer hedges. Was it was it for speed of growth of the trees or?
1: See, si, see, si, see, si, see. Si. Was uh, the, uh, no because I thought that the um, the um, the willow tree the willow tree would uh, have created a, a nice uh, bar- a better barrier. Actually, hmm. no. I would do it a little bit different uh, now uh, with the, with the experience again in this in these years because there are um, how so. Uh, for example, there are some always green trees that uh, might be more useful in the, in the, in the borders. Uh, for some okay. noise, mm-hmm. we have some roads, uh, some industrial area in, in the east sides. So I would have planted more of these, uh, especially because I've planted some in those, in those uh, edges and I have seen uh, them growing very well. Even if there were more um, trees adapted for um, for hilly altitudes or, um, yeah, okay. or mountain, uh, like Quercus, Quercus ilex. Some
0: whole milk. So yeah. the, the the outer edges is, is more the, the carcass and the yeah. protection layer, also against pesticide drift and etc. Exactly. Et cetera, sí, sí, sí. From, from the neighbor activities and then inside it's more focusing on ecosystem. Yeah. Um, and productivity and and biodiversity, etc. Exactly, insects right?
1: uh, and okay. so on. See, 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 But actually, with this barrier of willow, is it's working very well. It's of course in 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 spring and summer time, but then yeah. in, in winter it's a bit uh, naked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, and so. I mean, we're, we're going to go into more of the details because there was also this, this this idea of plastic mulch that you had used, and I really want some feedback on that from your experience. Yeah. But before that, how, how did how did you fund the the, the planting? Was this something that yeah. you you know did you yeah. provide the investment for that, or did you get help from from the yeah, funding? Fact, how how did that go?
1: Yeah, during the the question you did you made me before, I didn't answer about um, about this because actually one of the motivation that pushed me to do it is that um, by the time, by 2012, uh, there was a very interesting programmation founding uh, um, uh, like this kind of uh, plantation. I was really lucky because then it disappeared for for 10 years, this kind of uh, subsidies for plantation, Mm -hmm. mixed plantation of poplar together with walnuts and other long-term trees. So I, I had the chance to to meet these foundings that was uh, were very generous. They used to found eighty uh, percent for the forest of the plantation costs I'm talking about plants br- preparation work of the soils and uh, mulching wow. and, and 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 plantation as I told you and then um, Yeah, and then while for the edges, uh, there were 100% funding because it has a more environmental purpose, the edges. Instead, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, from the forest, uh, uh, after some years, you start gaining some money, you know. So it was more founded. And then there were, there are still founding, they are still founding me, uh, like the, um, the missing income, they call it, they call it. So they gave from the edges. They calculate about 2,000 euro per hectare, Cal- uh, calculating an edges like uh, six meter l- l- wide. Okay. Uh, and um, yeah, and this uh, it's a really big incentive that I wouldn't. I have to say I wouldn't have uh, done that uh, if, if there were no funding like that.
0: How would you have done it if? Um, you didn't have this funding,
1: um, but let's say this kind of funding is um, I, I, no. Nobody never asked me that. Actually, it's a good question. <laughs> uh, I would I would have done it, uh, but now with the experience I have, uh, I I would have saved money on on uh, on the plants first of all. Uh, I wouldn't save money in the mulching because uh, I have to say I, I can I can see there were differences between uh, mulched uh, lines of tree and not mulched and, uh, and mm. this especially if on uh, not in the edges but especially in the in the in the polycyclic uh, plantation I wouldn't um, save money on mulching because um, because it's important you have to be productive and uh, and then um then maybe i would invite a lot of friends to plant <laughs> and so and so i would save some money it's very yeah. helpful
0: <laughs> cuz um, you planted all of these 5 hectares of hedges <laughs> in one go in, in one, one year uh, in one stack three, of the plantation in one winter
1: okay yeah, wow. yeah. Mm, so
0: lots of uh, a lot of work yeah a, sense, a lot of was, work It was a big we investment have...
1: See, 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 there was a big investment in terms of, uh, yeah, especially um, people work, like, uh, because yeah. the plantation itself had to be done manually. Uh, of course, maybe mm. there are techniques you can plant uh, not manually, but since we had so much variety, different variety, we had uh, mm. boxes, you have to choose the trees. Uh, it's not like you're planting potatoes on the ground, or so mm. it's a uh, it's nice. a bit more it, I, I
0: understand the problem. Mm. We've experienced this problem many times and it, it always end up mi- mixed up where at the end you, you've you only got one kind of tree left. Ah. Like, <laughs> see, see, see. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if you encountered this in your plantation, but that's how it
1: usually goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's, true. that's happened. Um, we had the four tools. We had four tools for making the holes in the mulching. And so there were four people... One of them was, was me uh, making the holes in the, in the ground with these uh, metal tools. Mm-hmm. You push it with the foots and you go 20, 30 centimeters down in the earth. Okay, And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, people on the back planting. So,
0: tell me about the, the mulch that you used. And, yeah. you know, when we were there, I was fascinated by the difference between the plastic mulch, the biodegradable mulch, the no mulch. Maybe you mm-hmm. can tell us a bit about this this mulching experience and and you know how, how it you know what are the results.
1: See the result. I mean, I cannot say much about different uh, like uh, samples with no mulching, and so on. But I had uh, just one line of poplar with no mulching, and I have to say they are very very small because very small, smaller than. The, the their friends and the, and the line next line <laughs> uh, because yeah. uh, they suffered a very dry summer during the first year and mm. uh, and, and the mulching in that case uh, I, I, I can't say it helped a lot uh, saving water saving water for the for the roots um, mm. I, I experienced uh, both the bio dry, uh, the biodegradable, mulching. Um, we had mm-hmm. stripes uh, one meter 20 uh, wide. Of course, we use a machinery to lay it down on the ground. Um, and uh, I did this uh, biodegradable mulching on the edges. Um, and I never, so uh, see, and after I say, three, four years, it totally disappeared. Then I know um, people say uh, it's, not, it's not disappearing, it's just um, fragmenting very very small pieces. So I don't know how good it is for the soil, for the insect mm-hmm. and so on. But uh, it did, it did uh, his job because during the first two years the plants were quite uh, safe in terms of uh, water retention and uh, weed control. Mm-hmm and um and uh, so not much difference with the, um uh, talking about effects not much difference with the with the non biodegradable plastic uh, mulching okay while interesting. That, that plastic mulching i use it in the forest and after 3 years we removed it all completely we cut it okay. uh, with a knife uh, and uh, we took it out so that's a lot of work. That's also a lot of work. You have to take into account. So, see.
0: Yeah. So that's uh, interesting to look at the the difference. So the, the, it only lasted two years. The biodegradable mulch.
1: Nah, three, three. By by the third, fourth year, I I didn't see it anymore. Okay. Okay, but by then the trees had already taken off. See, si, see, si, see, si, see, si, si, no problem already from the second year, the third year, yeah. Yeah, but even from the first year, then we used to keep very low the, um, the weed, uh, with the, yeah, cutting the weeds uh, twice, three times uh, per year next to the trees, both in the, during the first years, both in the forest and in the edges. With what tool did you do that? We have a tool uh, on the back of the tractor. It can move a little bit um, okay. on the on the right side. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you Just can a go frail. closer, but not mm-hmm. much. Uh, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. And you you don't do that anymore after like when oh, did you stop now we mowing? do it
1: because we yeah of course we do it see 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 no but it's ah, okay yeah mm-hmm. of course yeah yeah yeah. we do it but it's less important we don't go very close to the bend because there's already. Shade, shade and uh, there's no need to go very closer but we do it for the
0: yeah See, and I'm, I'm curious about the detail of planting because you put so first you lay out the plastic mulch then you come and what happens Alors, <laughs> ah, first of all first of all uh,
1: <laughs> it's a big uh, reaper passing and yeah. sing, sing, signing the, where, where you're going to do the edges or also the plantation of the forest so the big the, uh, reaper 80 centimeter depth uh, and then, um, yeah, and then we passed with the machinery. Uh, at that time, I had a very good um, farmer, tractor farmer, who used to go very straight <laughs> because, you know, you have a blank sheet. <laughs> and he he went very, very straight and he did, did, did a great job. And he designed uh, oh, wow. straight lines. <laughs> we still have, yeah. And so, and after nice. that we had these uh, tools, um, we call it carotatore in Italian. So you make a, like a carrot of, uh, of trees, of uh, soil, uh, yeah. as a, like a crown on the, on the bottom and you can push it with mm-hmm. the foot. It's very yeah. simple. Um, uh, we had the four of them. We made it um, with, a, with, a, with a local carpentry, carpentry uh, company here okay
0: and so and then you would just make the hole through the plastic
1: make through the plastic pull out pull out the the soil leave the soil maybe ah, on, okay. the, on the mulching so you can reuse it after that yeah. then we had plants yeah. uh, of uh, of course two years uh, plants uh, okay. trees uh, with, uh, with within with uh, within a base a, vase, a contain- contain it in
0: a a pot in a pot they were potted plants
1: potted in a a multiple pot most of them Mm -hmm. were in multiple pot not all of them we had also Mm -hmm. naked uh, roots uh, plants like this Mm -hmm. is the main uh, most of the plant were in 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 multiple pots um five centimeter uh, depth these pots uh forestal plants and so um, yeah, and so you took it from there. You planted it uh, within the hole. Simple,
0: and then you didn't have weeds growing on the sides, like weeds growing on the potted.
1: See, see, also, also, trees growing at the end. <laughs> we have uh, poplar growing everywhere now because we had already some poplar very old. Then we planted ah, poplar okay. in the in the in the forest, and they they spread very well. So they're growing. <laughs> we did they they started growing within the holes uh, already 10 years ago 9 years ago so, so did you have to weed by hand did
0: no, you have to go through and, no, and no, no, the weeds no. or
1: you just let it be we let it okay. be so far see si, okay see si, see si, si. yeah
0: yeah okay so i'm i'm curious about more like the long term management you said that nowadays you're 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 mowing the the hedges right 10 years down the line um Mow- yeah, you, what do you
1: mean, mowing the edges?
0: Yeah, I'm curious I'm, because, you know, I'm curious how you manage the hedge, ah, the 10, hedge. Year, yeah. 10 years later because yeah. you just you just let the hedge grow for 10 yeah. years, if I understand correctly. She, just she... now you've started uh, intervening there. So what what do you do exactly and for what purpose?
1: Alors, um, yeah, the, um, actually, we left uh, next to the edges, we left uh, three meters and three meters from the trees. Okay. 3 meters on the right and 3 meters on the left. Now the branches are uh, invading the roads, let's say. So I had to intervene. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm. and and moreover, uh, I'm going to give uh, a nice sh- shape uh, to the plants, creating like an yeah. umbrella underneath the, the the streets, the roads, and uh, yeah, and then contain, containing, keeping the the edge, not invading the fields the other side, because we have the double lines of edges with a canal, a little canal in the middle, and um, and so we have a uh, inner part uh, in inside the, uh, the edges yeah, that is more. It's gonna be this is, is, is really interesting because it opens up um, to. Um, to different po- uh, possibility to use this uh, space within 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 these uh, two line of edges, we, we are now thinking mm-hmm. about uh, using it like a, uh, uh, like a picnic area, like we would like to develop mm. like some many spots along the edges where like uh, people could come and doing their picnic, maybe doing their grill or or, uh, eventually making... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, See, create some... uh, Yeah, because it's not common uh, really to have a nice uh, uh, piece of land with some trees, grass, some shade in summertime. Even if we are in the middle of a countryside area, there's no more anymore uh, around and so yeah. this yeah, is yeah. something really amazing uh, we 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 now can appreciate and we can say it's uh, really nice and so we, we are yeah. going to do the pruning uh, focusing also on this and uh, the the mm. work uh, it's like um, yeah with a with a little saw uh, a motor engine so um, yeah mm-hmm. we, we do the main pruning and then um, we had a uh, chipper so we okay. keep aside, we do um, different uh, like a sp- in, in a spot, we put uh, all the small branches. In another spot, we put the big yeah. branches we're going to use for fire. Yeah. And, um, and after that, so you pass with the, with, with the pruning, cutting and selecting, sorting the wood. And then uh, in another passage, we do the chopping of the small branches and we take out the uh, the big one. So that's with the tractor
0: attached tool that you do the topping, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Or you do it by you Ah, uh, uh, no, no no no, no. Do you do it all by hand.
1: The the all by hands, the, the the pruning of the edges by hand. The first pruning of Ah, course. okay, si. wow. See, si, see si, si. that's a
0: lot that's a lot of work, right? Doing passing through the whole hedge si, and pruning si, si, each si.
1: individual tree. It's about five mm. kilometers uh, long. So it's a lot of work, mm. yeah. Of course, if I uh, also this I should have done some pruning before. That would have yeah. saved uh, some some time and money, probably now. But I wouldn't yeah. have much. Uh, also, uh, burning wood probably so <laughs> wood to burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, uh, in,
0: in England, well, I've just I've just come back from the UK now. They they prune their hedges with with hedge cutters. Uh uh-huh. They you know the hedge cutters they only just prune always at the same spot. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's it creates. They, they let it grow for a year or two, and then they prune it. So you don't have a lot of biomass production. Uh-huh. You see what I mean? See, see, it's, see. it's always pruning small branches, small branches, small branches to, to make it like an, a tidy hedge. It uh-huh. doesn't create too much shade for the, for the, for the pasture. For the pasture. In, in between. In the and it keeps everything clean. That, that's, that's their strategy huh? in the countryside there. Most of the time, that's what, that's what you see. But um, it's a, it's
1: a cutting machine. like, a, it's a cutting blade, yeah. like.
0: Yeah. yeah, like a flail mower usually. It's oh. like a, they they use them in the roads as well yeah yeah etc yeah. okay. it's just a, a flail mower on an arm that that moves and that can go to the vertical it can like reach oh. out and go to the horizontal to do the tops yeah you know see, it's see, it's, see, why see. it's a flexible tool but but it, it, it doesn't allow you to have that vibe that you know wouldn't you wouldn't use a chipper because the yeah and then uh, yeah the,
1: the, the, yeah of course uh, you save money in that way but the other way you don't uh, you don't uh, you don't collect also all these materials because uh, exactly with
0: my chipper i collect it yeah yeah exactly and so what are you planning on doing with so many with
1: five kilometers of wood chips <laughs> 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 no actually has uh, also um as for the cutting of the um, for, of the forest also for um, because i have some lines of uh, wood to burn I didn't do all the chopping okay. and, the, and the pruning in one year, I spread it in two or three years. So I started last okay. year and I did uh, okay. about two kilometers and this year I still have to start, I'm going to start in yeah. March I think, i do another two, kilo, two kilometers and collecting it and yeah. uh, putting next to the vegetable garden and then we use it to okay. make uh, pathways. And then probably also just to try to use it for mulching uh, the, um, the 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 cultivated uh, land for vegetable garden. Some of that we okay. use it also for because we have um, two horses and three donkeys, so we use some of that mm-hmm. for um, for the um, the litter uh, for the horses. Yeah, the litter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay so, so this is
0: really for personal use there's there's not a commercial objective with this of trying to sell No
1: of course uh, investing no exact like, no, let's say no 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 commercially it's not interesting i've um, i've found or maybe so far maybe i will we will find somebody who might be interested but like for example chip and wood from little branches it not in, is not interesting because uh, it makes uh, a lot of um, dust, uh, it's not uh, much woody because there's yeah. the, 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 the external part of the branches that doesn't burn very yeah. well, so it has not a good uh, value in terms of burning for chipping. But it uh, might be maybe sold for liters or other purpose or just uh, as mulching pathways as we do because it creates also a very nice uh, aesthetic uh, effect so if you do you can sell it for gardening or so it could work it could work uh, but st- at the moment is a personal use and we are thinking about uh, yeah improving the vegetable garden with these uh, materials for pathways okay. and maybe activated with the with the compost from from the horses okay very nice very interesting
0: and um, I'm, I'm curious about how you've seen the trees or the hedges interact with the with the grain crops in between. Have you noticed that there's a certain competition going on between the two? Has, has it reduced a bit the productivity of that of that area? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious about how the, sure. your grain crops interact with the with the sure. trees.
1: No, actually, at the moment, uh, I, I cannot tell you much about that because uh, the plant even in uh, 10 years is a lot of time, it's not much for the trees and then, um, yeah, so they, they, they don't have very impact on, on, the, on the next uh, fields. Uh, I can say there are some, um, some, some uh, I can see some impacts next to the big trees where many leaves uh, yeah. fall down in winter, and so you have a lot of uh, a lot of organic uh, structure made. So, but this uh, this is plants uh, like 30 meters high. We have uh, four, or five of that plants, and I can see difference there. It's part of the edges, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just some spots. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Another interesting uh, effect of these edges is uh, that, that they're very, really full of birds, a lot of birds uh, mm-hmm. coming and and insects also. I, I, I interact with during my cutting of the weeds <laughs> next to. <laughs> <laughs> it's really full and many different.
0: Okay, interesting. And have you noticed differences in 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 the microclimate? Have you have you noticed a big change in in, you know, in the heat, in the cold, in the wind, uh, how do you feel about, about that? Mm. Has it met your expectations, let's say?
1: No, I, I, I cannot feel it, uh, no. Uh, I mean, uh, I, 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 I don't live uh, within, I should live there with a little tiny house in the, within there and maybe I could <laughs> tell you a bit more and maybe I should have lived before without And then I would, but I'm sure there are effects because, uh, yeah, you can imagine, just imagine you with a tiny house in the middle of the countryside with no trees around uh, and the other side, uh, you in the middle of uh, the edges, uh, of course, there is differences, but um, I couldn't feel it on my skin. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm curious if there's something that, you know, if, if there was some obvious results or if, if you felt, you know, in Masi Farm, for example, in the places which are protected by trees, because there's so much wind, we uh, we feel a big difference, you know, and, and it, it, no. you know, we see a big difference si. in the wind. We see a big difference also in the cold in the winter. Si. It's quite dramatic, but also because it's dramatic conditions. Um, see, si, now uh, here it's not windy Greece, so. region
1: at um, all. It's not windy. Yeah. It's uh, foggy mm-hmm. during winter. And see, uh, see si. mm-hmm. si no wind.
0: Nice. I have to say, though, to add a bit of information from a very experiential point of view and, and you know, anecdotal, uh, uh, let's say, observation that when I arrived on the land, mm-hmm. all the landscape around is, is basically just corn and soy mm-hmm. and some big, big buildings and stuff. It's, you know, it feels very barren, as you, as you said, uh, whilst being on such productive land. So, I mean, it's very, very barren. And then you come into this place and you see, as you said, grass and you see hedges and, and you don't see what's happening around. You know, it closes off the view. It's It definitely has an impact. You definitely feel like you're somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it's quite... Uh, but this is uh, just a human's perspective. I wonder what a bird's perspective is. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure they're very happy.
1: They're happy, for sure. Yeah. Like we are <laughs> when we are
0: there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, maybe we can shift to the, 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 the polycyclic forestry that you've got. Because this is, again, a bit to set the scene. This is really interesting for, for farmers because... You know, one thing is is a forester or a forestry enterprise that have, you know, hundreds or thousands of hectares of, of forest and that manage it. But another thing is, is farmers that are using, you know, small pieces of land like you are to plant, for, to have forestry projects. And, you know, we're trying to find out, you know, how does that work? How do you, how do the... We interviewed for example rowan reed that is very much you know he's got a relatively small farm for the area where he is and he advocates a lot and works a lot with farmers mm-hmm. who have other practices like who have sheep or who have grains and he's integrating these high value timber trees and so we're starting to enter this conversation with people so we're very excited to be able to talk to you about this because you have you know feedback from 10 12 years and already one harvest of poplars um, um or at least some poplars harvested of small-scale farm forestry, yeah, and um, and you know a lot of our listeners are curious about that. So, you know, I've got lots of questions set up for you, as a, as as you can expect. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. you know, the first one is, you know, why did you decide to 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 go with polycyclic forestry? Why why forestry and not just hedges and grains? Where did this Crazy idea come from
1: <laughs> no, of course because we, we we fell in love with trees and the needs we we felt also the needs of re reforestating the lands and taking care if i if i wouldn't i decided also to, to 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 do to do farming also because i wanted to take care about the land and uh, and of course uh, when I mean uh, take care, taking care about the land, uh, one of the activities we have to we have to do is uh, planting trees, especially in this area because I have experience. I've, I've traveled around Italy and Europe. There are region, hilly region, where there's less needs of uh, trees, but uh, this area, like where we are in in the big plains in the north of Italy, there's really a big needs for that. So. So that was the, the main reason why I, we decided to do that. Then, of course, the funding issue is uh, is an important element. I mean, uh, without that funding, I don't know how, when, and I would have done it. And then uh, I had the chance mm-hmm. to meet uh, another interesting association working on uh, research and lobbying for pushing uh, from, from monoculture of uh, poplar to multiple uh, polycyclic uh, plantations. Uh, and so I oh, had the okay. chance to meet them. And uh, actually we are also giving them part of the um, funding we gain every year from that, that uh, plantation. Mm-hmm. We give uh, six of, the, the, of that um, uh, money to them to collect data and to then uh, share, share those data and to, yeah, and to do research. So our plantation is also very well um, detected. Uh, some, uh, all information about the, the biomass of the, of the plants, uh, the ah, diameter, then nice. all is uh, registered for every year. And uh, because, uh, because that's it's- quite uh, rare. that's yeah, amazing. because it was a quite innovative, um, yeah, in the scheme of uh, plantation.
0: Maybe you could describe a bit um, what it is, this polycyclic forestry, because I'm sure a lot of people are just thinking, trying to imagine what it looks like.
1: Yeah, so... exactly. So starting from the first word, polycyclic, we have multiple, many, many, more than one uh, cycle of uh, production of this uh, plantation of uh, trees. So uh, let's start from the, the, the we, we have to, we can say we have long term um, cycle of trees. In our case, it's about mm-hmm. uh, oak and uh, um, tilia, lime tree, is it correct? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, those trees are... Tilia uh, oak, it is,
0: yes, lime yeah. tree. Mm-hmm.
1: So those trees, is, uh, they are uh, within the same line, the line of the long-term um, trees, separated by 8 meters. Mm-hmm. Then the second cycle is uh, the cycle of popular. Uh, The first cycle, sorry, is about, uh, is gonna last uh, between uh, 50, they say, but I think it's gonna gonna be more 20 to 30 years. Then the second cycle, the popular cycle, it's gonna be 10 years. And uh, I just figured out uh, last year that I can do two cycles of this. I'm gonna plant uh, the poplar after cutting them uh, this uh, this uh, autumn. We're gonna cut them and replant it within the same row line. And uh, Very interesting, and this is the the poplar uh, cycle. And then the third um, cycle is the um, uh, plane tree, plane tree that is a super short cycle. It's gonna be can mm-hmm. be between four to six year can last, uh, we decided uh, because we started to, to cut this, uh, this, uh, this tree already a few years ago and we decided to, to give uh, a different timing uh, for not doing all job in one year. So we, we, mm-hmm. we shift the work from uh, the fourth to the sixth year. Okay, um, okay
0: interesting and the pl- by plane tree you mean the platanus platanus um, by the way see, right plain the tree plate- platanus okay see. nice
1: mm-hmm. see it's um, so i can describe you a little bit more uh, the, the the main uh, we, we, we call it the, the yeah the long term cycle uh, line is uh, each each tree tree of each main tree like an oak alternate um, and and the tilia is uh, is separated by 8 meters in in this uh, within these eight meters, we planted um, alnus, alnus trees, on Tano. Yeah, alders. Old, alders and uh, uh, aside, uh, sambucus. Okay, the,
0: sambucus is the elderberry.
1: Elderberry, exactly.
0: Right.
1: Some... So, we, in the middle of these eight uh, meters, between the main trees a long term tree you have these um, trees that uh, they just uh, mm, they, they are there just to support the main trees to support with uh, um making a, a a cycle of nutrients uh, between the, okay. the leaves and uh, to support the straight growing of the main trees so it's so that's be, the
0: role of sambucus and alnus alnus
1: within the, the main row uh, line yes
0: Right. So that, that's fix. what they do.
1: Yeah, that's what they do. Also, I think alnus is a. Also, alnus I think is a nitrogen fixer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: and so Indeed. this is a multiple role um, for the, the long term cycle. <clears throat> then. Uh, so,
0: so what are your main products from your from the multi cyclic? Uh, actually what's the this
1: is gonna be this is gonna be um, timber wood wood for furniture Mm -hmm. because um, Ah, okay yeah no uh, nuts tree and walnuts tree and um, and uh, yeah and Telia lime tree are really very used but this is more uh, um, how do you say an incognita. I don't know exactly how much they're going to gain from them, because the market of mm. the, that kind of wood is very flexible. And 10 years ago there was a very high value. Now it's really low. Maybe in 10 years it's okay. going to be high again. So I cannot mm. do a prediction on uh, how much we're going it's going to be. But I That's can yeah, but I can tell you that um, there is a lot of market for uh, poplar, for industry, for making yeah. uh, the planks, uh, the sheets. Uh, um, there are many big industries in the north of Italy um, yeah. asking for wood, and I can tell you the, the prices are, are really good. they pay even I can say a m- bit more than one euro per centimeter of uh, circumference. You know? A
0: circumference,
1: okay. Yeah. Mm. Of tree, yeah. See, mm. see, si, si. and and I can tell you in in a good uh, environment, talking about uh, not sandy soil, but uh, with a good percentage mm-hmm. of clay or lime, and um, yeah, and with uh, with uh, with water, um, not too much deep in the ground. You know, we in in our plane, we have water. Uh, you can find it even in summer at uh, one meter, fifty, two meters. You already wow. have wet, uh, yep. yeah. Maybe okay. in summer a bit more, yeah. but uh, a, a mm-hmm. plant uh, can reach that uh, very easy, uh, especially if you do yeah, some yeah. work mm-hmm. before. So, so, and mm-hmm. I can tell you that uh, that this plant, this poplar, can grow about ten centimeters per um, per year of circumferences of dirt. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, gee, I, I did all the measurement because because I've I've already sold the the poplar to the industry. They didn't cut it yet, but I've made the mm-hmm. agreement.
0: Mm, okay, and so they come then with their machines and they harvest it for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, they harvest it for so them actually it. because I, I've sold them.
0: Yeah. Okay, but you don't have to worry about the harvest. No, they no, come no, in... no, no,
1: no, no, no. And they also collect all the branches because they need to warm up the oven to dry the sheets they will produce with. To the, dry the uh, sheets, yeah. With... So they will clean, uh, clean up. Uh, uh, just have uh, for, for this uh, kind of um, polycyclic um, forest plantation, um, uh, the the, the um, they just have to be to pay attention to the raw to the line next to to the poplar, actually to the, not
0: break the tea yeah, and not break the, exactly. the value, high value trees
1: exactly exactly and that's the main uh, uh issue i'm concerned about <laughs> the next uh mm. cutting and um, they already asked me to cut uh, a line of uh, of uh, of plain trees to, to make uh, the, the operation easier.
0: Ah, yes, because they're not used to these polycyclic conditions, right?
1: Exactly. So, they, mm-hmm. so they're not very happy about that, I imagine. No, no, they're not very happy. <laughs> That's uh, one of the reasons why they might uh, bargain on the prices. No, you know, no, but this is more difficult. And actually it is dif- more difficult because of course, if you have a monoculture of popular wherever you start uh, and then you go on. Um, here, you have to pay a bit more attention. You don't go in with big machinery. They, I think they will do it uh, the, the the cutting, they would do it uh, by hand, somewhere with the, with a the, with the person, the chain, not so. the, with a big machine. Mm-hmm. While normally- Usually they do it with big machines. Yeah, normally in monocultural popular day, they come with the big machines. So. That's aspect. an
0: interesting aspect to it.
1: Hmm. See. Sí. Sí, and sí. So,
0: what, what, what do you do with the plantain?
1: So, uh, the plantain. The plantain um, after six years, I've cu- uh, between four and six years, I've cut it and I let it dry on the fields. Um, I do some uh, where um, I collect it in some spots within the forest, uh, lifting them from, from the ground with the, uh, with the, uh, with uh. and then, um, uh, within the same year I, I sell it or somehow after six, eight months, they're already dry. I can, uh, I can sell it. And I used to prepare some big bags, like one meter 80 high and, uh, one meter per one meter of, uh, the mm-hmm. base. And, um, yeah, and we sell it uh, directly to local market uh, people. We put some signs uh, in front of the gate of the farm. And uh, our uh, yeah our customers are growing, actually. From the first year, we had few, like 10, 15 people. Now we have uh, doubled. We are still not much. But what do you, for what? For, for, uh, for firewood? Firewood. They, see, they use it most for heating, uh. actually, because... Uh, Also, especially this year, we had a lot of requests uh, because of the rising of the prices of the gas and so on. So a lot of people start uh, heating their houses with wood, with either... Okay, very interesting. And so they asked me to to cut it, uh, they they asked me to cut it small pieces because the stove normally, especially the kitchen stove, they they need a 30 centimeter long uh, piece of wood and the platano plane trees is not the hardest and the highest quality but uh, has a nice um, value for burning
0: interesting very interesting and i mean shifting back to the to the company that comes to harvest their poplars mm-hmm. your poplars but that you have signed off already um i'm curious is 5 hectares of forestry or 5 hectares of poplar Is that worth it for them to come? Because I would imagine they would also bargain with you and be like, ah, it's a small quantity. Is that also something they talk about?
1: Let's say, I would say it's a minimum amount, especially if you talk about polycyclic. Because if you talk talk about monoculture, maybe a couple of hectares is is enough. Because you have a density of, uh, in a monoculture, you have a density of, I think, 300 plants. Why, yeah, hmm. per actor. While here in our um, first, we have a 90, 90 poplar per actor.
0: Uh, okay, interesting. And so th- that's what I'm curious to know about. Why opt for more multi-cyclic when you could be doing um, when you could be doing um, a monoculture? Monoculture. For, you know, a farmer trying to optimize optimize economic return, or hmm. you, well, maybe that's not. I should I should go back on myself here and maybe just ask the simple question. Um, you know, why would a farmer go for multi-cyclic instead of um,
1: monoculture? Yeah, that's another good question. I mean, um, if you see the, only the economical reason, there's not much need. But just because there's a lot of uncertainty in the in the in the long-term uh, cycle, because. Uh, I cannot tell you the nuts uh, tree. We're gonna be paid a lot now. I don't know it how it's yeah. gonna be in ten years. So, I mean, uh, yeah, because the farmer should do it because he trusts in, uh, I mean, in itself in, in in nature. And I guess I did it uh, because I was confident because I love also woodworks. So I said, uh, oh, by 20 years, 30 years, I think I will find a way to give value to those trees. You know, That's what, what was my thought. But I don't know, um, yeah, you're right. Most of the farmer wouldn't, wouldn't do it. And especially if there's no funding for that, because actually I did it also because uh, I was subsidized. So what, what's, yeah. what it's, uh, my missing income is, uh, is balanced by the funding. And uh, this is mm. something uh, unfortunately important to, to make it happen. But I guess the work we are doing would demonstrate that uh, it could be done even without. So far, it's not gonna, it's, it, it's interesting what we are taking out uh, from these um, fields. But economically
0: speaking, economically mean, it's speaking, interesting, of economically.
1: course. She, 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 because the popular okay. are really, yeah, did their job and uh, yeah. and also from the wood for burning it's easy to cut it's easy to the the, the scheme of the polycyclic make the work uh, quite easy to do you, um, there are good distances between the trees so the work yeah. it's, it's quite easy and it's competitive i mean uh, with the, with the with the wood coming from the mountains or others
0: would, so so if you're what you're saying is that if you knew what the price of the long-term trees mm. was if you knew, if you could get a good deal on the price of these of the tilia and and the um, nuts nuts tree and the and the walnuts Walnut. you would become you know it would be very it could be very interesting economically yeah that's what that's what you're saying see, it would, because now the uncertainty is making you a bit hesitate yeah you know yeah that's true. okay
1: and then uh, uh, I don't know also some uncertainty about the second cycle of poplar and maybe a third cycle. I don't know how it's going to be. Maybe mm. talking about a third cycle is too much, but for sure, a second cycle, it's possible. Yeah, uh, interesting. So
0: the, the, main, the main advantage of, of polycyclic uh, forestry is, is ecological then, right? It's also, if you have, for example, a riparian area, which is a very sensitive area, where you don't necessarily want to put a monoculture, you would like to be, then it could be, it's a good way of rationalizing an ecological your ecological objectives and, and, you know, and getting an income from them.
1: Yeah. You no, know, I, that's of kind course. of what I perceive. No, you're right. I, I give it for granted. I mean, I was, um, of course, uh, one of the main advantages of this kind of uh, plantation, but talk, even even if you want to talk about uh, the the most uh, economical valuable plants like the poplar, from a poplar productive perspective, it's still very interesting because uh, I totally reduced uh, the the intervention for um, pesticides, or or also for um, fertilization. This is fertilizers. By, yeah, mm-hmm. fertilizers. I didn't do mm-hmm. an, anything from the first year, uh, totally anything. And the plants are really healthy so far. I, I've seen around uh, plantation of poplar monoculture really destroyed by fertilizer. And they work the soil underneath. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's completely crazy. So, of course, uh, I, um, one of the main advantages, the most interesting uh, part of this um, plantation is the the ecological synergy that they create and they 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 have also talking about uh, pr- uh, pruning to um, yeah, it, it reduce a lot the pruning activity uh, especially some uh, after talking about poplar and and walnuts uh, and tilia after this Fifth, uh, sixth year, the plant goes uh, very alone, totally alone, very well. Wow! And during those, that's interesting. So see, sí, sorry, no, sorry, Dimitri. And during the first year, um, of course, as any plantation, you have to do some pruning and activities. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, naturally. So the management costs are lower. It seems. Yeah. Implementation costs are high. Management costs through the life cycle are lower.
1: Yeah, that's the main point. Yeah,
0: mm, that's very interesting.
1: And as you said, uh, if we knew about the price uh, of the of the timber wood, the, the walnuts and the tilia and the wood for mm. furniture, of course we could say and to the farmer, yeah, it's more convenient. We could be more sure about.
0: Hmm, There's a lot of uh, of. It's making me think a lot because you know how how can we make these ecological well a key question we're asking ourselves on on the podcast and in general that people talk about in agroecology is how can we make you know more ecological practices profitable and here your experience with the with the polycyclic forestry is exactly that you know you're really experiencing firsthand and giving us this feedback of how a system that is more ecologically you know uh, it's, it's it's much more ecologically, let's say, respectful, mm-hmm. is also, you know, it's got some other challenges, but also high potential in a way. You know, we under, we're, we're starting to understand where is their potential with, for example, the reduced management, also the long-term fertility of the land, of the soil, you know, not depleting the soil of its, you know, being able to do more cycles, being able to, when you do for the final harvest, put it back into production, you're mm-hmm. maintaining your soil capital, mm-hmm. uh, thanks to the diversity and the organic matter production, etc., and also the fact that you're using no herbicides and no, uh, no uh, fertilizers, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's also a long-term game, right? Yeah. It's a long-term vision as compared to a more short-term, you know, like just popular monoculture, for example, which can give you a short-term return that can be quite high, especially with these prices now, you know, yeah. but so
1: uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm
0: saying these things to, so that people understand where we're, you know, where we're thinking, how, how things are evolving in our heads with the ten as we kind of try to evolve through this agroforestry landscape.
1: Yeah, an- another interesting uh, opportunity I've seen but I didn't exploit it uh, properly, but after the first uh, cut of the um, of the plain trees the the light came into the forest and uh, I mm. I didn't use the, the the that light and that soil that here I were I was not ready to do and uh, but yeah there are also some little opportunities uh, after cutting uh, I guess next year when I will cut the poplar it will be the same yeah it's gonna be a big yeah, empty yeah, yeah, I can sure. use for a couple of years empty space I can use I could use and um, mm. then now we start. Um, Talking about these opportunities, you get into the conditionalities of the foundings. Because uh, when I got these foundings, they allowed you to do this, but then they don't allow you to do that. So for example, yeah. they don't allow you to, <laughs> I guess, uh, planting cucumbers or uh, watermelon uh, within the forest, or they don't yeah. allow you to graze animals underneath. Ah, this okay. is- Okay, interesting. Yeah, this is some, um, yeah, weak, uh, weaker elements that I guess uh, we, mm-hmm. we, we're going to face it, and I guess the European uh, Union might, might interact with these needs and maybe change the conditionality yeah. they are proposing now. It, we are into um, a European project, uh, our farm, together with many others in Veneto and in Europe, called AgroMix, and they are. Uh, I guess you know about that. Mm-hmm. They, they are talking we're, about we're, these opportunities. Mm-hmm
0: yeah yeah for sure that's very interesting we're 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 in communication with them to develop uh, to try and collaborate in order to um in order to do interviews with their farms really and so uh-huh. we're, we're we're talking with them and we've uh, uh, yeah so we st- we started engaging with with them as an agricultural community uh, cool a few a few months back
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: so that's cool that's nice to see uh, that you're also part of this of this scheme and et cetera mm-hmm. um I wanted to I wanted to ask you if you think that this multi-cyclic forestry could be scaled up. You know, how if you had if you had fifty hectares to use in forestry and you did the you did the test on five, is it something that you think could be scaled up to fifty? To is it reasonable this or would you need to as you grow you need to go more towards simplification, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I would say it's totally scalable. I would uh, if I had uh, more land, uh, I would I would do it. I would do it uh, definitely. Uh, and even uh, I wouldn't change much in the scheme we have. I mean, we could uh, mm. think about some testing on different uh, medium cycle plants like the, the platanos could be It's really an interesting plant, uh, actually. Yeah, but I would do Mm -hmm. some testing with others, Uh, and then uh, the the yeah I would uh, I would do it's it's I would say it's scalable. Actually, at the moment mm, um, I'm I was just thinking uh, talking with a friend uh, who was asking um, who was looking for some land. He they want to they are farmer in Verona. They're looking for a place to. Mm Uh, for some piece of land to invest instead of putting the money in the banks they they are looking for a piece of land and uh, yeah my it has always been on my mind to to spread this model on the uh, on the on the land on the surrounding and to get involved people that they want to put their money in the bank and instead of there put it in, in such a project. This is something really I would like to make it happen in a way. In, in our land.
0: Especially if the return is higher than than the than the bank interest rate, for example, or then the different
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. In yeah well maybe in twenty years you can say in twenty years uh, just with the Poplar you can say you might, you might get the investment back in then. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: interesting. And then there's the whole conversation around carbon credits and these things, because ah, this is gonna it's the, gonna
1: come also new with a new energy, I guess.
0: Yeah, interesting. There could also be funding the plantation of these of these systems, but I mean that, that's a whole other conversation Navigation. about the carbon credits. <laughs> We're at the beginning yet. We're not. We'll, we'll see in the next few years how it evolves for farmers and how they benefit from it. Yeah. Um,
1: no, but see, that's a you nice know, question, what you ask. And um, I'm really happy also to did this. Uh, I did this job with, uh, in, in collaboration with this association called Alsea, because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they really with, with this data, we can really uh, yeah, uh, compare it and 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 show it to to other farmers and show the results. Also, not to the farmer, but also to the policymaker that they are uh, writing down the funding schemes. Very interesting.
0: Uh, I'm curious why, you know, you decided to kind of separate the poplar, because I'm I'm sure you had heard even 10 years ago about, uh, you know, intercropping, where you have, you know, poplars and and grains, uh, you know, throughout the landscape. Why did you decide to concentrate... Or, or, or si. maybe, you know, you've gone through the decision process, but maybe you can just tell us, like, what, what's your opinion on concentrating forestry together and then having separate grain production mm-hmm. as compared to having poplars and, and, you know, forestry and grains more integrated into si. intercropping si, si, fashion. Si, si, si. What do you think about this?
1: No, in my case, I did it because I wanted also there to create uh, a barrier because uh, on the back of this uh, forest, we have a, uh, a company making compost and making a lot of um, not really nice uh, sound and um, smells. Yeah. So I wanted to create okay. a bigger, thicker barrier from them. But mm. this is one of the, then of course, yeah, I knew about these different schemes of uh, cultivation and uh, my opinion, I would uh, I would keep an eye on this kind of, uh, I will keep an eye on, on these uh, opportunities. I, I would develop it, uh, in a, in a, in a, like, uh, instead of having a line of trees, I would do like a, a complex model like I did in that my, in my forest multi-cycle forest. So I would uh, mm-hmm. put all these three cycles I described before within, within a, a multiple line and be in between these multiple lines of, uh, forest, uh, it's uh, going to be a mix between forest and edges. Uh, I would call yeah, uh, it. That's how I see my farming in, uh, in five years, I guess. Thanks.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I, see, I, I can envision it as well. So we have like a, a very highly productive, you know, thick uh, hedge, hedge or thin yeah. forest, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and 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 going in big lines, and then you know with maybe four, five, six, even eight different uh, trees of different, you know, polycyclic style, see? and then in between big spaces for cultivating weeds for making every bread. 40 50 meter mm-hmm. yeah interesting yeah that's we have to do that that's very exciting we have yeah. to find somewhere we can try it out <laughs>
1: see, see, see. Maybe. Yeah. yeah
0: very cool maybe that's how you're gonna do it on your land because you're thinking of growing your 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 polycyclic uh, um, cultivation area so maybe that's an interesting Yeah, yeah, no, thing but uh, it's out.
1: something really I would uh, uh, still if there are funding no doubt I will do it. Without the funding mm-hmm. uh, I have to be to find a way to do it and it's going to be harder of course. What what do you
0: need? When you say, you know, without the funding I need to find a way to do it. If we're just looking at, at your your issue here of 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 making it work economically, yeah. what do you need to have the confidence to invest or what do you need to um, to be able to create that project without europe just you know dishing out money
1: no i just need time <laughs> i need time to to do it at the moment uh, i have uh, my because i have too many i have a multiple uh, multi 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 farm <laughs> how to say so we had the uh, <laughs> So yeah, many yeah, activities yeah, uh, that um, um, mm-hmm. uh, so I have no time to focus on one project and the other. Yeah. And of course, yeah. uh, the funding doesn't give me time, eh? uh, but time is money in a way, so, so uh, they, they, they will yeah. make it happen. Uh, and the other For way, sure. I should uh, reduce the activity of the farm, focus, uh, find the tranquility the, to do it uh, in, in a way. But still... Um, so it's more
0: about thinking, right? It's about working out sì. solutions, you mean, huh? sí. finding time to sit down and to...
1: Um, and to organize it and then to decide to do it and... Uh, the funding give you like a kick uh, and, and they tell you, oh, you have to do it, there's a deadline, you have to do it in two months, you have to, uh, to apply and then uh, by next year it's gonna be done and, and then I would do it. <laughs>
0: Would it be an option to go see the bank for these kind of projects, or to go see an investor, somebody that would give you a loan? You know, yeah. is, is that something that you you think would be viable, or you 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 wouldn't take the risk?
1: No, no, no. It could be, it could be. It's really, you know, uh, from this this founding issue, it's uh, it's uh, it's an issue because uh, in a way it's cool. <laughs> they they give you they give you money to do even cool stuff. You can uh, you can apply for. You have to also yeah. yeah. Uh, adapted to to your needs uh, but it's possible and you can do cool stuff uh, and, and the other way they they steer the market they steer your decision they steer it's not really uh, see so um, but uh, but with, with this is um, I mean, uh, since, uh, for example, the, there is the opportunity, or I know that there could be the opportunity to gain 2,000 euros per hectare, for example, uh, for uh, that kind of plantation. I would wait until maybe next year it's going to be uh, out this funding opportunity, so I wait one year more to, and I <laughs> see if there is. Because yeah. otherwise, if the next, the, the the year after they come out with this opportunity and i just did it with my own or doing alone or so on uh, it's gonna be stupid so after the experience yeah. i had uh, i would say let's wait or let's uh, let's push uh, the european union and uh, each region of europe to to make uh, a proper call for making this uh, funding um, for finding this uh, multiple polycyclic uh, plantation not only monocultural mm. plantation, but uh, they, it's important they, they, they should uh, introduce this.
0: It's interesting. I've got one last question for you. Sí. And that is, what would you have done differently in your multi-cyclic or polycyclic forestry plantation? What are the top, if I were to go and plant my own now, what would you, what things, and I was to you know, inspire myself from your work and, and your system, what would you do differently? What would you tell me?
1: Allora. Um, if, I, if I have to talk about uh, edges, I wouldn't plant uh, Prunus spinosa, guys, because it's full of spines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Interesting.
1: That's the one. I did it. I thought, uh, oh, I'm going to be... No, it's too much spines. And uh, talking about the the, the polycyclic uh, uh, forestry plantation, as I told you, I wouldn't modify almost everything. Maybe maybe some distances between platanos a little bit um, higher. Uh, now they are at two meters, maybe two meters and, and a half, but then uh, really, I I like the um, the way it has been designed, and so interesting. Yeah, I I did the in the um, I did two forests polycyclic forest. Poly. One in the south with the poplar, and the, mm-hmm. the one in the north mm-hmm. without the poplar. And mm-hmm. I found a much uh, better the one with the poplar, because the poplar gives much more space uh, within to work. So what yeah, I suggest, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I should have, uh, if I have to do it again, I would do it all with the, with the poplar, with this triple with the cycle. Popular, okay. Yeah, poplar, medium, long, and uh, very short uh, cycle.
0: Interesting, very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Listen, Fede, I'm not gonna take more of your time because you've already been very generous and, um, no, and no, it was no. fascinating interview, really interesting.
1: And so, for me it was really a pleasure to be here in your super cool podcast really interesting yeah
0: thank you i really we really appreciate that so <laughs> um let's i hope we get to visit the farm again soon as well and yeah, uh, in, you're always uh,
1: welcome and I, the... I welcome all of you listeners <laughs> to visit us
0: Well, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry for the the slight interruptions that Fede and I were were doing uh, with each other. Um, There was a slight lag in the conversation due to internet problems, so sometimes it didn't flow as nicely as we would like. But anyways, thank you so much for making it this far, and we really look forward to releasing the next episode.